Coming right up, a special edition of Straight Talk, a conversation with Long Beach City Auditor Laura Dowd, tonight on Straight Talk. Opinions expressed in the following program do not necessarily reflect the views of Charter Communications nor its sponsors. We recognize our obligation to present opposing points of view by responsible spokespersons. For information, please contact the director of program. She stands in the face of evil and will not lose hope or faith. America, the land of freedom, is still the home of the brave. So raise the banner, call the glory, let us join our fellow man. Talk is brought to you in part by Southern California Edison. For over 100 years, life powered by Edison. The Press Telegram, your local news leader for over 100 years. And Long Beach Magazine. Coastal living, city style. <laughs> Join us for tonight's edition of Straight Talk. And now your host, Art Levine. Good evening and welcome to Straight Talk. We're delighted to have as our guest for the entire show tonight, the Long Beach City Auditor, Laura Dowd. Laura, welcome back to our show. It's a pleasure. Thank you for having me, Art. You've been here each year and been able to uh, share with our viewers accomplishments of your office. Why don't we review your your three years in office and highlight some of the major accomplishments. That sounds great. Well, thank you very much. I can't believe it's been three years already. The time has flown by so fast. We've been busy working, producing a number of audits, and um, it's really been probably three of the most fulfilling years of my professional uh, career. So I'm really grateful for this uh, honor to serve the, the community. And, you know, the first thing we did was uh, the oil production tax we reviewed and audited the city's oil production tax to uh, make sure that we were receiving an equitable amount. Uh, this is a tax imposed on the producers of oil in the oil fields, both offshore and onshore, and uh, we get a certain amount per barrel, and your office reviewed the rates and found that they were a bit low. Yes, that's right, and thank you for clarifying that, because it, it was not, or it is not, a tax on the consumers, but a tax on the oil producers from extracting oil so per barrel, the city was charging 15 cents. And this had not been updated in 16 years. So we uh, reviewed this and we made a recommendation to the city council to increase it to 40 cents, which would bring in approximately three to $4 million every year to the city. And that was put on the ballot and voted on and approved by the people. That's right, we required a ballot measure and it was a, it was a really great experience working together with the media, with the council, the mayor, um, the council approved this, obviously, and dedicated this money for public safety. 
which was and is a huge benefit to the public. So the, the, the public was on board and this whole campaign effort really needed to show the, the public that this was a tax on the oil producers, not on them. And as I recall, that measure passed with 60 or 70 percent. 70 percent. 70 percent for a tax increases, which is not on the people, but still it was a tax increase and it generates almost $3.4 million a year for public safety, police and fire. Exactly. So it was a real successful campaign. The public, they understood it, and uh, it's, it's been a great benefit to uh, the citizens of Long Beach. And I, I would like to mention since then, uh, this $3.4 million has hired additional police officers, additional firefighters. The city has purchased a fire truck, um, and it, it's just a great benefit. Well, this, this Proposition H, as it's referred to, um, requires our office to audit this money each year to ensure that the oil producers are remitting the uh, correct amount and that the money is specifically used for, for public safety. And I'd like to certify that we looked at this and it, it is. Great. Well, to me, this is just money we were leaving on the table. You saw it and came up with a creative remedy. Now, you also did an, an audit of the police department, which was a management audit. Uh, tell yes. us about that. Yes, well, thank you very much. One of the first questions we also asked ourselves when we took office was, what's one of the biggest problems facing Long Beach? And one of the biggest problems was the budget, obviously, the general fund budgets that serves the public. So when we looked at the general fund, we saw that the police department was 50% of the general fund. The next question we asked, well, when was the last time the police department was audited? <coughs> Excuse me, and it had been about 12 years. So we decided to audit the police department. They were very <coughs> cooperative. Um, they opened their books. They worked with us. And we made several recommendations for the police department. One, we found that they had spent uh, a lot of money in overtime. overtime yeah. And that they had a lot of police officers behind desks and doing administrative functions. So a couple of our recommendations, one dealt with um, to use the officers in administrative, move them out to patrol and to public safety and it's fill civilians. those civilians. And also regarding overtime, um, we had some deployment or redeployment strategies that could reduce their callback um, and allow their overtime to decrease. And so I would like to report that in the first year since our audit was uh, recommended, the first year they have reduced their overtime by $4 million. That's with, fantastic. And without reducing patrol on the streets. So it, it, they really took it to heart and I'm very pleased to report that this has had a significant effect on the general fund budget. Um, we also found uh, that there were approximately $12 million of unpaid parking tickets. And so we recommended this booting or wheel clamping program where for those who did not pay, um, who had five outstanding parking tickets or more that we would put a, a And you got on. some pushback on that initially. We did. Initially, you'd, you know, people were rolling their eyes and laughing at it. But we did further analysis to show the costs and the benefits of this booting program. And the costs are minimal. The boots don't cost very much money. And, but we felt like the benefits would be huge. And so the council did agree to start a pilot program. It is being implemented now for the first time. I'm pleased to report. And we'll come back with you um, sometime with the results. But it is, it is working and people are paying their unpaid parking tickets and we really couldn't afford not to do this Again, program. money left on the table and, and you came up with a creative solution. Right. To, I mean, in uh, these times, you that. really have to be innovative and find ways to, 
collect every dollar that's due to the city, and that's my job. And deal. finally, to thine own self be true, as it says in the Bible. You decided to audit the city auditor's office. Tell us about that. Well, thank you. And as you know, before we went to other departments um, to make recommendations for improvement, we wanted to audit ourselves and make sure that we are operating efficiently and effectively and at the highest standard possible. And so I did hire an auditor first to come in to show us how we could be uh, more efficient. His main finding was that this office of the city auditor had not undergone the required mandatory peer review that's required by generally accepted government auditing standards. So this has been required since 1980, and our office of the Long Beach City Auditor had never undergone a required audit since 1980, in the 1980s. And so we, for the first time, opened ourselves up to an independent audit to come in to ensure that we are in complete compliance with all the standards. And that audit has been It has been done for done. the first time, and we passed it with full Congratulations. compliance. Congratulations. And I'm, I'm very pleased to report to the public that they do have a, a, an auditor's office that has complied with the standards, that's reliable, that's credible, and that's doing everything we can to serve the citizens of Long Beach. Thank you. And I would like to add to that an independently elected auditor, one of the few cities in the state of California where the auditor is elected by the people, and I feel story that's a, a good system. We'll be back with more of our show after these messages. Electricity is different from any other product we use. We can't store it. We must use it wisely, but can't do without it completely. And there's no substitute for this special form of energy that brings us light, comfort, and progress. That's why California needs new standards that can keep utilities strong, guard against another power crisis, and protect consumers from the kind of shortages that often affect other commodities. Because electricity is different. The Port of Long Beach, one of the region's largest construction contractors, has work for businesses big and small. The SBE, or Small Business Enterprise Program, was established by the Board of Harbor Commissioners in 2004 to boost the local economy. Through this program, small businesses get a chance at big port contracts in the areas of construction, environmental consulting, engineering and architectural services, and more. To learn more, log on to www.polb.com or call 562-590-4146. For over 80 years, Community Hospital of Long Beach has served the greater Long Beach community by providing the best medical care possible with a focus on clinical excellence and a caring, compassionate, personalized approach for every patient. It is our goal to be the community's preferred health care provider, providing a 24-7 rapid response emergency department, a state-of-the-art cancer center, and a free wellness and diabetes program. We are proud to introduce CHLB's new bariatrics program featuring the safe and effective LAPFAN system. Community Hospital of Long Beach. When you have a choice, choose the best. The Marketplace Long Beach, where you can shop for a fabulous selection of merchandise. Dine out tonight. Shop in a relaxing environment. Explore all there is to enjoy at The Marketplace Long Beach, PCH and 2nd Street, online at MarketplaceLongBeach.com. The Marketplace Long Beach. Continuing our conversation with Long Beach City Auditor Laura Dowd. Laura, you also did an audit of the Museum of Art, both for inventory and with regard to their capital campaign. What were your conclusions there? 
Well, thank you. Our purpose in the capital campaign audit was there was a $3 million bond payment coming due to the city. We wanted to ensure that, first of all, did they have the money to pay it back? And two, if not, did they have a plan in place to pay the city back? Um, what we found was that they didn't have the money to pay it back, and in addition, they didn't have a plan as well. So our recommendation was to come up with a plan on how they were going to pay the city um, for this $3 million bond payment. This was an audit that was done last year, uh, over a year in advance of when that $3 million was actually due. Exactly. Right. Yes. And uh, as part of the review, you examined the documents uh, relevant to the capital campaign. As some of our regular viewers may know, uh, at the very last minute, the museum uh, came to the conclusion that they did not legally owe the entire $3 million, but they only owed, according to the contracts, what they actually raised, which was about $165,000. Of course, earlier, the museum had gotten into trouble because they had improperly diverted money that was raised for the capital campaign to pay operating expenses. That was at over a million and a half dollars, uh, which is another issue. But did you come across those documents that would indicate that the museum legally did not owe the three million, but only in fact owed what they raised? Yes, we did review those documents, but you do, I want to go back to your one point about the fact that they did raise the money. They did raise the money and they did commingle that money, that capital money with operational money. And you just, I've learned in accounting 101 that you just don't do that. Um, so I would also like to um, state that the night they came to council requesting the city issue the bond on their behalf, they all testified that it was their intent yes. to always pay the, the money back that this yeah. money is due to the city and that the taxpayers wouldn't have to pay. Well, there's no question there's a moral obligation and it was a big shock to many, particularly the mayor, when the, at the very last minute the museum said, no, nope, we only owe 165 and he zeroed them out on the budget. The council restored 149,000. But anyway, okay, so you did review the museum and came to the conclusion that they did not have a plan to repay and it turns out they were unable to repay the three million. Right. Uh, let's turn to the wetlands. Uh, uh, much in the news, uh, still uh, the uh, deal is pending because of some recent discoveries of uh, environmental concerns and enforcement action by the EPA. But you did what I thought was a very useful uh, cost-benefit analysis of the wetlands deal. And uh, even though you were not given a lot of time to present that, you, you, well, actually, you first did a document, and then uh, the night of the debate, we're not given a lot of time. But tell us uh, your participation in the wetlands deal. Okay, thank you very much. Can I just make one last comment on the museum briefly? Um, they are now working on a plan to pay back the city, and I do just would like to say that this is a beautiful museum in a, in a very uh, beautiful place in Long Beach. I think we all really need to work together to make this museum thrive to make it work to help it to be just the beautiful asset that it is here in Long Beach. I'd like to thoroughly second that and it, it is a wonderful asset and a lot of people have worked very hard to make it successful and uh, it, it is a, a great asset to the city. Thank you very much and as part of the wetlands deal it was a cost-benefit analysis that we performed you know but our, the bottom line is we wanted to make sure that um, 
you know, whether this was a fair deal for the city, this land swap exchange. But it was, it was very difficult to determine whether or not this was a fair deal when the owners wouldn't allow us to do um, um, delineation a, a delineation study. study or an appraisal and to try to really get a feel for the value of that property so we could make a, you know, a reliable comparison or a complete comparison with the property that we were planning on giving up. So the public service yard had been estimated at about $8 million, and there was a 2003 appraisal that had been done of the property that we were to get. And according to our analysis, the best that we could come up with was a range, a low range of about $1.5 million and a high range of about $5 million. So it was still coming up sure. short. Sure. And so there was that, there's that one issue It's coming up short. Two, there's going to be costs involved. If you're going to move your public service yard, that, that now you need to find a new place for your public service yard. The city, I believe, was going to consolidate it with gas and oil and constru construct a new building. They estimated it about $5 million. There would be the cost of um, renting a location for the public service yard before, until the, con the, build, the new building could be met or could be built. And then there would be relocation costs. And there's remediation costs, and there's, there's all these costs associated with it. And so we were trying to be as transparent as possible to the public with all the costs that this would cost the taxpayers um, in exchange for this. So we, uh, the bottom line, it was, a, it was a policy decision by the council, but our role in this was to bring all of the information that we had forward to the public so they would be informed and the council would be informed and that they could make the best decision that they felt for or Long Beach. Well, I thought you played a very useful role in summarizing uh, the numbers you just referred to as well as other risk factors associated with the deal. It's not your decision to make, it's the council's decision to make, but it's your job to give them the information and the public the information to make an informed choice. So we will be continuing with more Straight Talk after these messages. Bill Trainees mixes California style with continental cuisine that includes fresh seafood from around the world. Since Phil is the chef, the menu has a wide variety of pastas, salads, soups, and appetizers that feature his unique personal touch. And the Italian-American signature dishes are simply beyond delicious. You never know who you're going to run into at Trainees, from the famous sports legends on the Wall of Fame to local celebrities having a drink at the bar. For the best fine dining experience, visit Phil Trainees. At Performance Plus Tire, you'll find we carry Toyo tires. For over 50 years, Toyo has been a world leader in the development of high-quality tires. Optimum performance, safety, and a comfortable ride. That's what makes Toyo tires great. And now come into Performance Plus Tire for a great deal on these Toyo tires. Proxies ST, Open Country AT, and Proxies 4. Toyo tires, driven to perform. Come in today and we'll install new Toyo tires on your vehicle while you wait. Performance Plus Tire on Cherry Avenue, one mile north of the 405 in Long Beach. It's Big Red Bus. Our English double-decker buses offer large groups a fun, unique, inexpensive alternative to standard transportation. Bar hopping, weddings, sporting events, airport pickups, kids' parties, you name it and we'll help customize the perfect experience. We have open and closed top buses available. Both are equipped with custom-built bars, stereo systems, and a friendly hostess. Alcohol is permitted on board. For your next event or fun occasion, call Big Red Bus at 562-852-9888 or visit us on the web. People need a hero. They need something they can believe in. 
That's where Dog the Water Copper comes in. Oh no! Alright, you little trail sniffer. I've been watching you take a shower for the past 40 minutes. Think of all that water you're wasting. Well, I mean, that's really weird, dog. I'm totally naked right now. We are back with City Auditor Laura Dowd. Laura, the American Recovery and Reinvestment Act, the so-called Stimulus Act, uh, has generated about $70 million for Long Beach for different projects. And I know part of your responsibility in your office is to see that that money goes where it's supposed to. Yes, exactly. Thank you very much. The city is positioning itself to receive as much of this money as possible and uh, I know that we're aggressively going after all money available to the city but yes our, our role this stimulus money has been classified as high risk for fraud waste and abuse so you know this this money is to be used to stimulate the economy to create jobs not to line pocketbooks that's right and to build um, you know, important projects for our communities to stimulate the economy in our community. So our role is to, to make sure that this money is not being spent for personal use. And I would like to um, take this opportunity to tell your viewers if they suspect any fraud against the city to report it. And we will definitely uh, investigate it and make sure that this money is not being uh, wasted or uh, used in an illegal or unethical way. Um, at all. So there's the fraud hotline, 1-888-37, or no, 1-888-FRAUD-07, 1-888-372-8307. And whenever you have a lot of money suddenly appearing with not too many uh, existing regulations, the, the potential for fraud is always there. That's right, and this huge infusion of money that's coming in so fast, there's pressure to spend it fast, and there's all kinds of strict and complicated reporting requirements, so we'll be on top of it. Laura, you've been in office for over three years now, and I know you have an important announcement that you want to make right here on Straight Talk. Well, thank you for the opportunity, Art. Yes, um, as I mentioned earlier in the first segment of this program, it's been a privilege serving as city auditor for the past uh, three years. Still, I can't believe it. But, you know, it's, it's something I've, um, it doesn't make me the most popular person at City Hall, but it's something I've really worked my whole life for. I love it. It's my passion. Um, I love this community. And we've done a lot of work, but there's still so much work to be done. So for those reasons, I will be uh, seeking re-election for a second term. Folks, you've heard it here first. Long Beach City Auditor Laura Dowd is and will be seeking a second term in office to continue the work that, yes. you, that you've started during this first term. Absolutely, yes. Well, Thank congratulations. You. Thank you for sharing that uh, for the first time officially with our viewers. And uh, 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 particularly in these difficult economic times, it's, uh, it's very useful to have someone looking where we can save money and uh, every dollar always counts, but particularly now. Yes, absolutely. And I'm committed to work hard every day for the taxpayers to make sure we are collecting all the money that's due, to make sure that our contracts are in, you know, that our vendors are complying with the contracts with the city. We're, over, we're doing everything we possibly can to make sure the city's collecting all the money that's due and it's being used for the taxpayers. And I really compliment you on taking a broader view of the role of the office. I think you've 
given it a new dimension in town, you know, not just the traditional audits, but proactively seeking opportunities to, to save the city money and uh, uh, auditing your, your own office, as you mentioned earlier in the show. So congratulations, I think, on a, on a job well done. Thank you. Okay, we'll be coming back with the remaining portions of Straight Talk after these messages. Welcome to McKenna's on the Bay, where fine dining is complemented with a breathtaking view. McKenna's is a restaurant of incredible ambiance, providing service and cuisine with style, class, and romance. The menu offers a variety of appetizers, serious seafood, prime steaks and oyster bar, and specialty entrees for either lunch or dinner. McKenna's on the Bay features patio dining, nightly entertainment, and two banquet facilities. No matter what your occasion, McKenna's on the Bay is like being on vacation. Join us today at McKenna's on the Bay. Founded in 1976, Polly's Gourmet Coffee is Southern California's most complete gourmet coffee store. Polly's has the best tasting coffee freshly roasted every day right in the store. Plus a wide selection of teas, an in-house bakery, espresso bar, patio dining, and more. We also offer Wi-Fi, free internet access for all of our customers. Our nationwide clientele agree, when it comes to coffee, there's only one name to remember. Polly's. 4606 East 2nd Street, welcoming you into Belmont Shore. Everybody. those who are closest to you from our family to yours mccarty's jewelry since 1932 how do you like your chances the rest of the way i got no idea but i do know that if we stay with naples rib company at least we won't go hungry coach what do you think about some of those questionable calls tonight oh, yeah but if you want a sound call i'd call naples rib company you can't miss on that call then naples rib company is part of your game plan there really is nothing more motivating than a great barbecue meal at Naples Rib Company. Victory or not, Naples Rib Company, great game plan. We are back. I'd like to remind everyone of this outstanding program coming up, the third annual CSULB Distinguished Speaker Series. This year we are focusing on the economic meltdown and we have a speaker who perhaps is the best person in America to talk about what got us into this mess and how we may get out of it. William Cowan is being flown out from New York City. He is our third annual Long Beach State Distinguished Speaker. He is a 17-year veteran of Wall Street, a senior investment banking with firms like Lazard Frères, Merrill Lynch, and Morgan. Uh, he has written two New York Times bestsellers, most recently, The House of Cards, about the collapse of Bear Stearns. So you won't want to miss this wonderful event uh, we have a website that is hot, www.distinguishedspeakerseries.com. It's at the beautiful Carpenter Center on Wednesday night, November 18th at 7.30 p.m. Laura, this is something not unrelated to your field, this meltdown on Wall Street. And it, mm -hmm. it's gotten, as uh, Abbott said to Costello, it's a, no, Ollie, it's a fine fix we're in. Uh, 
that uh, Wall Street helped get us there, but uh, I'm excited about having uh, a speaker of this quality come to our campus. Yes, absolutely, and I will be there too. Thank you, and thank you for having me. This is, these are very challenging times, but you know the city of Long Beach has gotten through difficult times in the past, and we'll get through these times um, again. We're on top of it, and uh, it's really been a, a privilege serving the taxpayers and you know working hard for them. So. Well, thank you. Uh, you've been good enough to come on our show each year ever since your election. Well, thank you. And uh, as I mentioned earlier, having an independently elected auditor, I think, is a good structural thing. And having you as the particular one is perfect. So well, you're kind. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you for joining us. Be with us next week for the next edition of Straight Talk. Good night, everyone. Straight Talk has been brought to you by Southern California Edison, The Press-Telegram, and Long Beach Magazine. And remember, Straight Talk is viewable worldwide 24-7 at straighttalktv.com.